This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. I'll pay a lot of with Jake and Tyler. Hot, it, tensions are high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> you and your goddamn Because gonna... we're excited because it's trailer mania. <sighs> we have got four movies. Hey, can we introduce ourselves about? so we can know, like, people know who we're at? Like, I'm Tyler. Nobody knew who's coming. That's, here. that's we Jake. We got eight listeners, and that's it. I'm aware of that, but <laughs> it, just in case they want to know, I'm Tyler, that's Jake. No, no. They should know by now. <laughs> Who's who? If you don't, fuck you. Uh, number episode number <laughs> seventy four. I believe seventy four. You don't know who the fuck we are yet. Oh, <laughs> episode seventy five is going to be. Uh, I think we should do the surviving or saving Christmas. Oh, for fuck's sake, Kirk Cameron's movie. Oh, we should do a commentary. I am all about tearing Kirk Cameron and the Cameron clan to shreds over their bullshit. You know, over their bullshit. My faith calls me to love everybody. Then we'd have an excuse to play this. Oh, it's not yes. going to play? Of course. <laughs> no, but I'll play the special drop for that. Sweet. You know. If it'll play. If it ever fucking... <laughs> never played. Now it wants to play an ad. This piece of shit. Anyway. Tyler, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. You living your best life? I am. I'm almost doing my album. I got uh, two album versions to do, and I'm, I've just got to do minor tweaks to like three or four others, and the rest of them are straight up done. Cool. I I gotta tell you, um, I don't want people to think I hate Christmas because I, I I don't. With all the war on Christmas jokes and stuff we do, you yeah, know. Great um, example. I was at yeah. a tree lighting last night mm, yeah. uh, in a local yeah. town, and it was a really it was a really cool moment. Like they were carolers, and it was just like a it was like a cheesy Christmas movie. The holidays, and yeah. it's, it was fun to see that. And I was like, yeah. Mm. Of course, I like Christmas for things like that. Well, let's, yeah, let's talk about this for a second. The holidays are 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 <clears throat> are a wonderful time, I think, because you really do more than more often than not. Um, you really do see um, the goodness in people, and and yeah, I most mean, of the time it's a community coming together. And yeah, and I mean, people are people are generally nicer. You know, I mean, I know you hear about people like getting into fights in stores. I've never seen that in person. But you know what I've noticed huh. in the smaller towns? Mm-hmm. I've noticed. <clears throat> excuse me, I've noticed that there have been a lot of like small business weekends and a lot of things around the holidays. Yeah, because I think it's a thing of like, it's going to your neighbor's business so they have more money. For the for Christmas, so they can you know have more money. It's a cool way of like a, a, a community giving back. Yeah, to no, I, I I did high school and football for always... years, and one of the things I loved about doing the small towns was how the entire town like comes out for the football game. Yeah, I mean every I mean if anybody worth their salt would be like, there's a home game in Van Meter. I'm gonna go rob some houses. Yeah, <laughs> nobody it's... nobody's gonna be home. You know. But yeah, for, uh, for, but for me, I get that too. And I, and as much as I think humanity is doomed, I really do like uh, you know community. I just wanted to be clear that I don't hate Christmas. No, I don't either. I just hate the the issue. When people say that you can't say Merry Christmas. The issue is weaponizing like the. It's weaponizing the issue because when you when you say there's a war on Christmas or I can't say Merry Christmas, what you're saying is that you want to be able. You don't want to. You just want to be a victim. 
Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to acknowledge that there's other people in the world that have different beliefs. It doesn't you. make you cool and edgy and what, to it, say Merry Christmas around Christmas. Right, time. and you know what really sucks is these people. Other people say Happy Holidays to them because that's respectful. That's like okay, I don't know what religion you uh what you practice, um so I'm not gonna say Happy Hanukkah or Happy or um uh Kwanzaa Happy is it Happy Kwanzaa. I don't know. Uh, or 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 Merry Christmas. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to say those specific things because I don't yeah. know. Um, but these people get really it's offended not a big deal at because all, anyway. it's not Merry Christmas that's said to them. And what they fail to recognize is that the the phrase "Happy Holidays" means one thing, and it cannot really mean anything else. And it means this: Hey, I hope this time of year doesn't isn't shitty for you. Yeah. I hope that no matter what's been going on the rest of this year, that you find peace and solace and maybe some companionship and family and, you know, and, and just some peace what during if, this time. Well, what if I told you that movie is really focused on putting Christ back in Christmas? Well, fucking you missed the fucking point of the whole point of Christmas. That fact. is Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. I'll let you know that right now. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, what a it's, piece of garbage. It's, hard to, it's not even really a movie. It's like a ninety-minute infomercial uh, for my pillow. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched all of it, but I've seen parts. I of it. I don't know if you noticed, but I wear the cross outside I've, my I, outside of my tie, will, so you can. For the commentary, I will watch it all the way through. I've not actually watched the movie all the way through. I've only seen clips, but the clips that I have seen, I'm like, how, first of all, this is barely even a movie. Second of mm. all, it is just really like ninety minutes of Kirk Cameron. Bitching. bitching about people hating, like saying Christmas, acting like it's a big deal. Is this hot wife in it? <laughs> Chelsea Noble. Well, here's the best part. Here's the best part about this movie, the the clips that I've seen. When there's if you guys when are they, such Christians, how come she didn't take your name, huh? When there's time, the movie is actually the story is progressing somewhere. It's going a direction. Kirk Cameron himself has to step in and like break the fourth wall and be like. Well, here's the thing. It's time for Kirk Cameron to talk now. I know this stuff happening in this background here, but I got to tell you all about Jesus and Christmas and and really, yeah, that sounds awful. I it's, can't wait. I can't wait to just tear it to shreds. Uh. So that's next week. But this week, it is trailer mania, 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 mania. Yeah, that's our theme song. There's a lot of trailers this week. Every December, we'll have trailer mania. We've got four trailers. You to better talk make about. that into a drop. Mania. Mania. Yeah, we have four trailers to talk about today. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. You gotta take a shit. We just recorded. We just started recording. You son of a bitch. Yeah. You know what we should do, real quick before anything? Should uh, ooh, bringing back a classic segment. Classic segment from the years of yesteryear. In the year two thousand. In the year 2000. Uh, hold on, I'm pulling up to the... He's pulling up to the store and getting out and walking in. I think it's just the bed. Hold on. That's a bunch of bullshit. Hold on. Fucking bullshit. Let's try. Hey, it's, what's it's in my mouth? Everybody knows I said, hey. What's my mouth? That's what's about to be in my mouth. And you know what it is? 
What is it? Yeah, beebee bop ba dee boo. Skeebee dee bop. Skeebee dee. Ow, ow! Crap! Oh. oh, I had my feet in a very specific way under oh. under the chair, and when Sorry I tried to pull them out, it was like, oh my god, my foot is coming yeah, off. Yeah, man, whatever, man. Just get the M and M's. Come on. So these are M and M snowballs. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically a white chocolate M and M with a pretzel center. And um, I was telling the guy at the uh, come and go on the way out, I was like, hey, you know, we do a podcast and we do a thing called What's in My Mouth. Oh, and, man. Uh, you know, so whenever I come to get sodas, I always look around and see what kind of shit. Well, I and I found this. Mouth. And he's like, oh, oh, right on. And I'm like, you can find it on Spotify. You know, like, <laughs> you know, right now, you should listen to it. Yeah, like you, and right then, now, that, and then, the person that's listening to And it. then on my way out, I was like, of course we're going to go straight straight to the gutter with it. Like, look, my, my mouth is full of balls. Yeah. Jingle balls, everybody. Jingle balls, jingle balls, put jingle. them in your mouth. Oh. Why aren't you? That's, that's see, yeah, you're right. Why'd you go there? You perv. What? <laughs> what? If you're if just give me some M and M's. We're doing this segment. Okay. Wow, that's a lot of M and M's. Well, fuck you. <laughs> what do you want? I like how they're like um, tundra like coloration, which I I, I like. It's light blue, like a, blue, and like white. A f- nice winter night. Winter night. Well, they are called snowballs. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? Mm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. It's interesting. I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I'm vibing with it. I'm gonna I give mean, it. it's ba- it's basically, yeah, it's well, basically a, a like you know people have bought brought white chocolate dip pretzels to holiday parties and stuff. It's basically what it is. Yeah, in an M M&M. and M. And it's it's the good stuff, man. It's the hmm. good stuff. What? You don't like it? Well, you know what, man? You're fired. How's that? <laughs> you don't agree with me? You're fired. You're fucking fired. So let's get into <laughs> the trailer talk. Uh, we had to eat the rest of the M and M's. Let's talk first about Indiana. Should Jones. we announce our Christmas album now? Since we just decided to do one. Oh yeah, off panel, off Christmas. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be. Or is it, or it's not under the college radio. College radio doesn't exist. <laughs> it's many a morning. I wish it didn't. <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, we're gonna <laughs> jump right into the trailers for Trailer Mania. Let's talk about Indiana Jones. Uh, what is it? The Dial of, the Dial of Destiny. The Dial yeah. of Destiny. All right, Tyler, what'd you think? I have uh, high hopes. Um, high hopes for the project. Um, a lot of it. It looked like a lot of the intense, you know, stunt work that the series is known for. Um, but I did notice there were times that, like Harrison Ford, had to be like CG, like kind of inserted into a couple things. Yeah. Which looked kind of wonky. Of course, it is just a trailer. Um, yeah, it was interesting that they had like the deep fake stuff. Oh, um, the the de aging. Yeah. Um, okay, so that makes sense to me because this villain is supposed to be like a retired or like he's a, a former Nazi scientist who yeah. ends up working for NASA. And there's 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 speculation that this the the plot might involve time travel because there's evidence there's been like a uh, scene or uh, what is it. Um, People have taken pictures, like screenshots, or yeah, what the fuck is it? Shots on set, like off, you know, um, of like period uh, accurate Roman gladiators. Hmm. 
or centurions. I can't remember. I, I, Interesting. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, the 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 thing is is they had a very specific idea. I I'm one of those rare people who doesn't mind Kingdom of a Crystal Skull. Yeah. Uh, of the Crystal Skull, but but here's the thing that you got to know about me before I continue. I I kind of like Daredevil. I kind of liked Green Lantern. I. I kind of liked all those shitty movies. Why? Because they were comic book movies, and it was yeah. cool. It was cool. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite movies, I know most people are going to be like, are you fucking out of your mind? But one of my favorite movies is David Lynch's Dune. I know. And it's you t- actually like the book, so it's weird. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can't touch Denis Villeneuve's. You can't. Well, it's like well, it's like we were talking about uh, a couple weeks ago about how you and I are similar in a sense that we take it a little bit easier on the comic book movies because we, when you've read comics for a while, there's when it's really good, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And just like anything, yeah. any TV show, any movie, of anything, course, there's, there's shitty. The, no, there's just so it's not good. The ones that are good will stand out mm-hmm. because they're so good. You know, mm. and and uh, you know, and the, so so yeah. I see the reason, what you mean. The reason why I'm saying that is because uh, you know, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is universally derided. I think yeah, by uh, almost uh, almost everybody. everybody hates that movie. Yeah. I don't. I don't at all. I I I, I have no opinion there, on it. I really there don't care. Are certainly, some very poor choices that were made in the movie, but the overall tone and storyline and everything. I think that what the movie really suffered from was from the fact that they wanted to reboot it. And have Harrison Ford's last hurrah, the and then Shia LaBeouf was supposed to take over as Mutt. That didn't happen. So if you view the movie through that lens as this is what it was going to be, it makes more sense to the movie, and it makes it a better movie, actually. Because now you're like, okay, James Mangold. Dude, I don't know about you, but Ford vs. Ferrari is one of my favorite movies. I've not seen that. Dude, it's, it's really, really fucking good. Well, um, uh, Mangold did this. 310 Yuma. He remake. did. He did Logan. He did. Logan. Um, yeah. Uh, fuck. I he mean, he did the Wolverine too. He's done a shitload of really good movies, and and he knows how to bring didn't excitement. He do, didn't he do Rise of the Planet of the Apes? I and think then so. Matt Reeves took over the other two. I think so. That that's I, I that maybe I'm could, not sure, but I could be misremembering. The that. point of this is Don't that, quote me on that you know when when they made uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull they were moving in a different direction and quite honestly it should never have been touched by Lucas and Spielberg mainly cuz they were so close to it that they ended up making a parody of it almost um i think Mangold is the type of guy who will take the source material and and make it into something that diehard Indiana Jones fans will feel good about saying goodbye to Harrison Ford's iteration because you know they're gonna do something they, they else. They can't. Because he's not gonna do it anymore. No, this. But this. Yeah, this, this is, is it. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's rumors that Phoebe Waller Bridge's yeah, character is gonna that's take what I'm over. Saying. Do you think that the yeah? Because I don't know, but she is way more fucking talented than just a beautiful actress. Like she has done punch up on a bunch. She's I'm basically not, our era's Carrie Fisher. I've not watched Fleabag. But I haven't I've heard either. it's really good. Oh, I, I've heard nothing but good things. I want to. Uh, is it on HBO Max? It's or? on Prime, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. I need to watch it. But I, I think it's interesting that she might, like, they're making it look like she's going to be the protege. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was good to see Sala it's again. Inter- I, li- I like her, but. Been I, through some rough times. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how a, a wider audience is going to respond to her. Because while I think she is a good actress, I think that in Fleabag, b- despite all of its praise, it's, you know, 
the subject matter kind of uh well and it just doesn't have prevented a, it, it doesn't really have mainstream. a mainstream audience right. yeah and it's much more of a niche audience and i think that's in the intent of the show but i'm just saying it'll be interesting to see how a uh broader audience responds to her because mm-hmm. i hope this does turn into a leading role for like in you know i i, I want to see and we have seen it w- a little bit we'll see what happens with the captain america movie yeah but I want to see a successful passing of the torch. Yes. I want to see Harrison Ford have a really great movie where he lets her take over the reins and, and be the, and except be for the new a, character like I said, we're focusing except on. for a couple of wonky uh, CGI moments, which again, it's just a trailer, so I never really put too much emphasis on however the CGI may or may not look in a trailer. Yeah. Um, except for a couple of those, I felt really good. Like, here's what I wanted from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull that summer. I wanted an experience that took me out of my shitty fucking life for two hours. Wasn't that like 2007, I think? Yeah. Something like that. I saw it by myself in the pavilions in Denver. I, I'm just saying I remember that because it was the summer of like sequels. There were like a bunch yeah. of sequels that year. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, in 2007. All, all I remember- I interrupted. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, but I remember, I, was, like, I remember watching it and then all these people, you know, seeing how all these people just hated it. And I was just like, you know, every time somebody asked me, like, what did you think of it? I'd be like- you know what I wanted from it? I wanted a a, a summertime blockbuster just experience. To be entertained. And you know what I did? I fucking got that. That that is that is my justification for liking the Fast and the Furious movies. Yes, there are I, terrible choices. Yes, I know. Him in the refrigerator is <laughs> is, is is one of the most common you know uh, yeah. reference. That's what I mean. Like you, there's some movies that you go and swinging watch. with the monkeys. Ugh. You it, know, it's <laughs> terrible looking. It's bad. It's bad. Uh. But that's the thing. You're right. Like you go into and, you know, I don't know if I like the term "turn my brain off." I used to say it all the time, but sure. I'm like, is that fair to the movie? I don't know. The point is, you're right. There's some expectations to some movies. Like if I go into uh, an Indiana Jones movie, I expect to see crazy traps and ridiculous situations and okay, and, and well, some humor and heart and cool. Okay, let's let's talk about that then. The the fucking <clears throat> the scene where they're fighting the uh, the indigenous uh, um, warriors who are trying to prevent them from finding it. Uh, it's him and Mutt uh, by themselves at night in that in that like ruins. Yeah, that whole sequence is fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, it, it, you know they utilize stunts and practical effects uh, so well in that scene. Um, a, a lot of, you know, it kind of goes over the top a little bit, but the quicksand scene when they're but trying that, to so sh- throw him a snake but, and he's like, no. And it's like, that's, always, that's funny. You know, the come over, on. The over the top. This has always been in the series though. Right. The, I the, mean like what, when he, did, whole, when he kicks that guy into the engine and he just a uh, pink mist or, uh, uh, yes, the whole fucking the, co- the whole Kali Ma thing is ridiculous. Right, the whole the whole sequence in the warehouse when they're trying to find the alien body and stuff, all of it is really fucking cool. The the way that they use the magnetic the the iron balls to like follow the magnetic thing, like that's cool as shit. That's a neat idea. Yeah. Where's your fucking soul, America? <laughs> no. have, have some fun in a movie, damn it. But I mean. The whole sequence at the end with like the, the the temples with the aliens and stuff is like is really like I mean it's they didn't just you know put I, together a little movie and go what do you think I think this they I, went all out it I, just again I, poor I, choices in some of them I think given the title that it says Dial of Destiny I think there will be time travel and Probably. I think that and I think that shot. But it's going to be him in the Nazi uniform is him going back in time. Like it might it's, be, but here's what I think that is. I think that's uh, that's going to be disguise. a flashback scene, oh. 
because if you notice, Mads Mikkelsen is in in that scene. Yeah. Um, and so that's gonna tell that tells me that they've met before. Okay. So he's gonna maybe flashback to when it's they first like met, underco- like he and, was undercover, and, and maybe Mads Mikkelsen has always been looking for this dial of destiny, what whatever it is, and Harris or Indiana that's Jones ke- knows that. That's what's kept him younger than Indiana Jones too. You could say that the that exposure maybe that's to what him is kept Indiana Jones aging. as well. You know, because I mean, he does look pretty good for. Let's be honest, how many years? Almost. Well, yeah, I guess. Is this when is this taking? No, play? it's when been it, pretty accurate. This, They've kept the timeline pretty accurate with Harrison Ford's age. Is it modern times? Is it no, it's sixties. That's okay. That's because I thought it was. I, I thought it was the seventies. Okay, so sixties. But, but for example, when they when they went from three to four, you know, he's however many years it took from three to four in real life. That's how old he is in four. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're going to make him that old in five because they've been it's, pretty consistent so, with the timeline. So yeah, they're going to jump fifteen. He does 15 look great years. for his age. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a continuation of something that happened back in the back in like the forties. That you know is why he's in New York and why he's been keeping an eye. I I don't know, man. I just but you know what? The, okay, so most I'm of, so excited to see them put a bow on Indiana Jones, and I'm so excited because you, you there's nothing more humbling than seeing Doctor Jones with a fucking uh, what the fuck are they called? Uh, uh, overhead projector. Yeah. That's so odd, and that's so like indicative of like where we're looking at this movie. This is a goodbye. This is a mortality. Yeah. This is a man. Fucking things do not stay the same. I like the scene, and I'm excited. What did about you think it? of the end scene, the end joke where he uh, he's at the end of the table and he's like, Get yeah. back and he's whipping his yeah, oh yeah, cracking yeah. his whip, and then they Classic. fucking just shoot him. Yeah, like, they, yeah, yeah. Again, the series has always been silly and 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 over the top. That's been the fun of it. Uh, I I remember. My my dad showed me Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, and that was a movie that I think. How old's your dad? Like I, I, he was forty nine. Okay, so like okay, so no, we weren't. He was older than I was. Then, yeah, older than I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that but Raiders of the Lost Ark. He told me about it after we watched it. And he's like, "What'd you think?" I was like, "Yeah, it was really good." And he's like, "You don't understand when that movie came out. That was." A, a revolutionary movie like oh you've yeah never seen a movie was just filled to the brim with action and oh yeah adventure and i'm hoping great acting and I, and I think great plot and i think man gold is going to harken back to that in this because yes man gold knows how to make these did like, you feel get that kind of yeah. feeling too i mean i know it's they, gonna be a lot of ridiculous it's action. gonna be john williams last hurrah too that fucking trait oh my that's what got me into it like how I, many amazing Themes has he come this up is, with? This is what you can say about how great of a composer he is. He, uh, for me, with John Williams, uh, Hans Zimmer's another one. Yeah. If I know they're doing the score and the and the trailer has a has their big score in it, mm. I'm most likely gonna watch that movie because they're mm. just fucking incredible. Uh, and and this trailer see. Uh, uh, how they did a more, and I know that everybody's doing it now, but it's still cool every time how they're doing more of a like dramatic cinematic uh, approach to an already cinematic theme song, but making it even more like this big operatic. Yeah, it's thing. clearly like the the original. It's like uh, Indiana saying, it's Jones a, it's a theme it's with a with a with a. It's kind of a coda almost on it. It's like yeah. okay, this is going to be this like big epic. This sound. is the reprise of it, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, it, it looks cool. Um, I think is it Boyd Holbrook plays. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah bad, that, the bad dude. In he Logan looks neat. Is, is he nice. looks neat. Um, the, the shot showing him, I think the first shot you see of him is oof, that is some bad CG. But I'm like, it's just a trailer. 
Exactly, dude. Exactly. Yeah. And and most you know of they the, still work on that when the movie's even out. Like right. When it's in yeah. Theaters. Most of the action. Um. Most of the action sequences that they showed looked pretty complete. Um. I. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna do the stunt work, but there was one. Uh. There was one sequence where Indiana Jones is jumping. It's like two streetcars, uh, or like rickshaw. You know, those little car type things, and yeah. he's jumping from one to the other, and it's going at high speed. And I don't know how they did the stunts. I know, you know, he didn't do it. And I it didn't look as terrible as, like, say, a stuntman, you know, like, with, with bad yeah. makeup. It looked really good. So I'm like, I don't know how they're going to do it or whatever, but if that's indicative of the sequences, so it doesn't, like, take me out of the movie, like, yeah. well, that's clearly not Harrison Ford. We should do... Uh, as long as it's like that, man, I'm fucking all, all for it. We should do a rewatch leading up to that movie. We should I've seen this. all... I've seen the first two movies so many times. We should watch. Oh, we should watch well, the, the third one too. Previous four movies, in like the because uh, I think it's the end of June, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's like it Ju- June twenty, and we got a release yeah. date June twenty third, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it had to be like I'm excited. It had, I, be, it had to be towards the end of um or towards the beginning of June, so we can sync it up. But we this is it yeah, this is a great character. We should and do it. It should, should be it. a good set up. Set up, yeah. And of course, you know, we're probably going to the movie. I don't know if Ashley will be like up for it. I feel like she would be into going. Yeah. That's cool. It's Indiana Jones, man. It's a big deal. I don't. I don't know how you guys feel about Indiana Jones because uh, it's kind of. Well, it's more so. We the just, more we have to the get most the most contemporary thing you guys have is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which <laughs> is kind of like eh. I could see why a lot of people your generation maybe are like, who the that, fuck that is that? That was Jones? another example, much like Episode One, where um, it yeah, was right. something that had been dormant for so long, and right. then everybody was so excited to see a new one. And it did not live up to their expectations. No. But yeah, I look, I, I had no and uh, a similar thing happened with the Ghostbusters Afterlife where I wasn't that interested in it and a really good trailer. I was like, Okay, I'm in, I'm interested. I didn't really I knew this movie was coming, but I didn't really care about Indiana Jones Indiana Jones five. And then after this trailer with that amazing fucking score, I was like, Okay, this is this is gonna be big. This is gonna be a and I hope it yeah. makes a lot of money. And I, uh, I hope that I hope uh, Harrison good Ford can go uh, out with a win. I yeah, me too. Um, yeah, because the guy's got to be getting close to being done altogether as an actor. I mean, he's a, he's what in his eighties. He's never his really 80s. liked being like an actor either. He's always shied away from Hollywood. You know what I mean? He's I- until Callista Flockhart, he basically was with his first wife. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tyler, let's talk about another trailer in Trailermania. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Are we give, are we grading the trailers? I give it a yeah. I'm gonna fucking see it. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch! Let's see what you said. Crack cocaine. Sure. Or 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 no. Here, you know what you think? Hmm. You like I like this movie. I'll eat your ass. Oh yeah, well, I agree. I'll eat your ass. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk about. James Gunn's goodbye. That's how we're fucking rating. Yeah, we'll I'll eat your ass. What's we'll, the bad one then? We'll go. What? The, yeah, the bad one is. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> Didn't understand. Spoiler it. alert: These are all going to be eat your asses. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure. Much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <sighs> so we go from Harrison Ford's goodbye to James Gunn's goodbye. Yeah. As we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, trailer number one. Straight up, I fucking love that you use space hogs in the meantime. Oh my for the god, high fuck, five me. Fuck, yes. Ri- right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> if you could somehow, like, that first, like, that first couple 
bars at the beginning of the song before it like it gets like really a into it. At the it's like do 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 do. Yeah. Like if you can give me like and you got the little beats hundred minutes of that, just that. I oh my god, that's like the most peaceful sounding thing, and it's just really nice. And, and then like like it feels like a summer day. The melodic ooze in the do, background. Do, 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 do. Yeah. And it fits the Guardian so well. It's like, oh Mwah. god! And there was some or it was a, it was a different version of. It. There was some orchestral stuff going on, yeah. which was fucking so well, cool. I, I think. And that 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 vocal line is just. I'm not gonna sing it, but that vocal line where he's you know going. We love so all good. of all of you. No, when he's you know. I, I can't do no, it. No, no, I don't know. I can't do <laughs> it. Don't make me do it, please. I really can't. You know. Yeah, that was pitchy as hell. I don't know why I did. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> we shouldn't, we should not. Yeah, but I know you're talking about. It. But yeah, that's one of my favorite like songs. I love, I love that song of all time. It's so good. It's so fucking good. We love I, I don't think I've ever heard you. any other song. Maybe one other one by Space Hog. I think that that is the only Space Hog song. Though. They have an album. I just never listened. They to have it. one single album. <laughs> I don't. They might have more. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, so, but so right off the bat, there you got me, you hooked me. I can see because I think I saw a thing about because uh, they they filmed the holiday special. They like took a couple day, a couple extra days out of the shooting schedule to mm-hmm. do the holiday special. And I, he said it was nice to do that because it was a much more jovial thing that they were. They doing. They probably needed it, and like I, a break. When I thought it was about, like a bye week for them. But that's what I'm saying. I thought about that mm-hmm. and. That was before the trailer came out. So then I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh, that's why. Because he, this is the end for James Gunn for Marvel. This is the end for him with Guardians. This is the end of this version of the Guardians. Like, there's so there's, much ending with this that there's speculation that at least a couple characters will well, die. Batista, there's a couple Batista that won't. said he won't do it again after this. Like, this is it. So I, they yeah. might kill Drax. Like, that would be crazy. We've already lost Gamora. So I don't know. Well, she okay. So, um, so let's kind of break it down a little bit. Um, sure. I I fucking love the comic accurate uniforms. Those are yes. really good looking. Well, and that's a great way to start the trailer. Yeah. Of, of having a joke of like we're here in peace, and he just fucking beams that girl with the ball. Oh, by the way, how many people who are furries do you think were watching that scene and were like, "Oh, there's a whole fucking planet of them, <laughs> and they're real." MCU strikes again. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> More like M sheep you. <laughs> Nailed it. Got it. Got, got it. Got it, dude. Fucking got it. You're so funny. <laughs> um, did you fucking write that? <laughs> okay, so well, we could, we're gonna get more of Rocket's origin. That's something that James Gunn had already said uh, beforehand, but we're seeing it here on this. Yep. And it's an interesting shot because the shot of the trailer is the perspective of Rocket of a human hand coming into yeah. the cage. And it's like, oh. And then you see his eyes watering and like it's sad. And it's like, fucking... And again, James Gunn, if anything, if he might not ever win an Oscar, but I'll give him the credit that he deserves. He is an amazing director with CGI characters, and he makes them believable. Like I care a lot. Well, that because I'm thinking like, oh my god, they're gonna kill Rocket. You, it's you, so fucking sad. You strip away all of the fucking how much uh, did you love uh, special effects King and Shark and the humor and, and the gore and you know the things that are also um, kind of associated with James Gunn's work. Yeah. You strip all that away. What James Gunn's secret sauce? What his, his whole his thing sentiment. is? Yeah. 
characterization. Yeah. He may, you know, he, he, he writes and directs and, and in such a way that we can't, you can't help but care about these characters. You know, I mean, because they've been with you for so long and they're real. They're genuine yeah, characters. They're written like real characters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's hard not to. And of course, I mean, I'm just I'm excited about you know the High Evolutionary is one of my favorite yeah. uh, you know kind of side you know B kind of B list villains. We're gonna get Adam Warlock finally, which he looked pretty cool. I thought, yeah. I, although I will say in the com he's generally portrayed in the comics and everything with like um with like white uh, yellow eyes, like just yeah no uh, no pupils, um you know what I mean? Yeah, they're just like glowing. Yeah, yeah. um I would have liked to see that. I I'm a little disappointed in that, but other than that, I think it's a good characterization. It looks cool. Um, I have a feeling I know what they're gonna kind of do with him, and so you know, based on what I think they, I know they're gonna how they're gonna portray him. I think the the look of him is really good. I think they're gonna kind of portray him as kind of a jerk. Um, you know what I mean? Kind of a yeah, yeah, a new kid who likes got all the moves and anyway. Got all the moves, you know. You know what I mean. Yeah. He's like an upstart, you know. I, yeah. I think that's how they're gonna work him, work him into that. Um, but and what it, what is what is Star Lord crying about? Like in that one scene where he's having a breakdown. Like, what's he crying? I thought about? he looked like he was in pain. I look like he was like losing someone, like someone. Maybe Gamora. I don't know. I mean, who knows if Gamora's gonna make it past here? I don't know. She, okay, I don't know about you it either. Looks incredible though. But spoiler alert: here's how they find Gamora. She's been spying on the high evolutionary this whole time. That's why they couldn't find her. I I don't know about you, but watch the trailer again and and take note of the huh. scenery whenever they show the human uh, the high evolutionary yeah. and then compare that to the scenery they generally show. I think there's two long shots and I'm talking like 2 seconds, which is long for the trailer, you know. Where they show Gamora and the scenery behind the scenery in that sh- in both of those shots is very indicative, reminiscent of the scenery behind the High Evolutionary. That's my guess that she's been spying on him for some reason. I don't know what, but that's and 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 of course the uh, uh, the whatevers are going to be involved. The Sovereign are going to have to be involved yeah, somehow. The gold, the gold people. Yeah, yeah they're going to have to be involved I was, somehow. I, maybe I, maybe they employ Gamora to to go spy on the high evolutionary because so, he made uh adam warlock for the sovereign yeah. because he made him well no he didn't make him in the comics um this, these other guys did i can't remember what they're called these really really c-list <laughs> um yeah for, while he was called him no i think oh, my whatever get it together dude yeah, I don't know what, the fuck what is wrong with you Son of a bitch. i wish uh um but I'm really excited. Uh, yeah, I'm. Well, I'm excited to see Cosmo because I love Cosmo. Yeah, I like they finally gave her a voice. Um, you know what's funny is there was a controversy, not really a controversy, but people are like they gen- they thought they gender swapped Cosmo, and James Gunn was like, because in the video game Guardians of the Galaxy video game, Cosmo was a boy. And they thought that, he, and Pretty James sure Gunn the was like, the dog is a girl. girl. Yeah, he's like, the, she's always been a girl. Well, also, I don't know if you're aware of this, but it's basic science. They just change sci- it in the game. It's basic science. If you want to shoot a dog up into space and make sure that they have the best chance of, like, bringing back some data before they die, you fucking use a female dog. Those male dogs are going to piss all over everything and hump everything. <laughs> 
The female dogs will at least be calm for a little bit. What kills me about lions is everybody talks about the male ones because they're big, mane, and everything. The female lions do all the work. Oh, the male lion is a piece of they shit. They just lay around and hump. The male lion is a is a is a is a is a white Christian in America. <laughs> you know, anyway, taking all the Galaxy credit, three. taking all the credit for the family unit, even though he fucking doesn't do shit. But whack I'm wondering how they're. I'm, I'm assuming. Talk to his mistress. So here's the thing. I don't think the holiday special takes place after this because no, it's got to take place they, before. They wouldn't release this and release that and be like, "Well, nobody dies." You know what I mean? They they would totally ruin the stakes. No, so we I, in know fact, that. In fact, so I'm still I, trying to figure out how they get nowhere, how they buy nowhere. I'm sure that. they'll. They said they bought it from the collector or something. They'll probably yeah. So they'll probably talk about it in the movie. I don't know. Um, or how the fuck does she get Bucky's arm? <laughs> Oh, James Gunn said that he she went to Earth and just ripped, just yeah. took it for for Rocket. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. I'm just joking. I gotta be honest. That was one of the weirdest things. It was I like, why was, did you? It was so funny though. Yeah, but he did get that arm. Now you got this big plot hole where Bucky doesn't have an arm or some shit. He just gets another one. The Wakandans. Oh, great. The Wakandans yeah, we'll just get another keep, one. The Wakandans just keep giving him Oh, is that how it goes? Is that how it goes? Just let, let Wakanda do it all. Yeah. I guess. It ain't going to be Wakanda forever if you keep taking advantage of him like that. I guess that was kind of the point of the movie. Here's a bunch of arms. Here's a bunch of arms, Bucky. Guess what? We're we're broke now. A bunch of left arms. Fucking arms. Just one arm. You son of a bitch. All right. Anything else you want to say about Guardians Volume Three? I'm excited. Um, I'm very I'm, excited. I'm glad that I'm gonna cry so I, hard. I think. I think. Here's the best part. Um, I I'm pretty sure. Uh, on uh, James Gunn has been very very um, hands on when it comes to um, the soundtracks to his movies, all yes. of them, and uh, for very good reason. He's really good at picking. You know. And there's themes to it. Like the first um the first Guardians was like a certain time frame because he hadn't been to Earth since then. Yeah. So that was like, okay. The second one was also the same because it, it basically takes place, even though it's like four years later. Brandy, it basically takes place about six months after Guardians one. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know, but what I like is that now that they've he's been to Earth now, yeah. helped with Infinity War and whatnot, and now they've come back. I like that James Gunn is finally saying, okay, now he can have modern music <laughs> because he's heard it. Yeah. Which, it's such a, a tiny detail, but that's what I love about James Gunn is he gives a shit about those details, and that's why I give a shit about his characters. It, it, it's it's all interconnected, man. It really, really is. And, Interconnected. And the little details are what feed into the bigger details and the giant set action set pieces that Gunn's like to ha- Gunn likes to have. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, you can't. I don't know how you can make. So uh, I, I don't think he would make uh, a a thing that I wouldn't like. Yeah, uh, and, so and I think this is gonna be a perfect. So set. go ahead and eat my ass on that one. Yeah, yeah. I'll eat your ass. <laughs> I think it. How did you feel about it? Yeah, I, I think the same thing. I think this is gonna be a very emo- like even the trailer was an emotional ride. Where I'm like, oh my god! Like I sent you that meme of the guy who's like, I'm a grown adult, I could do this, and that's really what it felt like. I'm like, because I saw it, and I and I follow James Gunn on Twitter, okay. So I know that he had been when he was, I was looking at his tweets when he they were filming, and he was talking about how it's going to be a very emotional movie, because uh, it's him saying goodbye to these characters, it's him saying goodbye to Marvel, because now he's going to go do all the DC stuff, and 
yeah, I, I saw I was ready for it, and I was just sitting there like, all right, here we go, hit play, and then when you yeah when you start playing in the meantime, I'm like, fucking this guy, what gets me about, and I said it when and I like you said it's a different version it, with like or- orchestral swells I, behind it and shit. I said it after uh, I I started to feel this way after sui- the Suicide Squad. I definitely felt this way after Peacemaker, and now with even just having that song in the trailer, I'm feeling this again. James Gunn is making movies for a guy like me. He's making movies, like, he's obviously telling his own story. It's for me. Stop pretending Nobody people. Nobody Stop pretending people talk you. to you, Tyler. Talk about you son me. of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fuck you, man. Oh, but I feel like he's making movies for someone like me because just on his music tastes of just, like, I don't know, man. And, and then the emotion, I don't know, man. The, the, oh, no, man. And then, like I said, the shot of the hand and seeing uh, Rocket with um, I can't think of the, what's the name of the otter. The his uh, li- the, I, it's Lila. Lila or Lyra. It's Lila because she's also in the video game. That's I want to talk. About I want to talk about the our Rocket Raccoon comics before we end this. Oh, they suck. <sighs> I'm joking. Go ahead. Oh, are you done? And by the way, I'll eat your ass. Um, so the Rocket Raccoon comics, um, I, I believe I bought the trade paperback, um, but I, I we bought the issues when they came out back in the 80s um, at the QT, because that's the only place we could find comic books at the time was that they had a, a newsstand thing. And uh, Mike Mignola and Bill Mantlo created this character, and it's insane because he, uh, he has a, a ship and his traveling companion is a walrus. Um, and the walrus has the use of like metal arms that like do things for him. I can't remember his name, uh, but they travel and there's two, there's a toy maker and then there's a, a, a guy, uh, Judson Jakes, I think who's like a turtle. And then there's a guy who runs the, um, the loony bin, which is an entire planet that is filled with, with insane people. And these animals are created by somebody I believe the toy maker or somebody else to keep watch over the loonies. They call them the loonies and they're the human beings and they watch over them and everything. But it, it turns into this whole um, like conspiracy theory and there's all these you know things going on behind it and stuff. But um, I, I really hope they somehow incorporate some of that into there. I, I really I know James Gunn has read those comics and I know James Gunn is cool enough to recognize that those comics are really fucking weird. And I really hope that he somehow like shoehorns a little bit of that into it, besides just just the otter. But she's basically his girlfriend in the in the comics. Yeah. Again, I know about her because of uh, the very good um, Guardians of the Galaxy video game mm. uh, that Square Enix had come out a year or so ago. Pretty fun game. Pretty good game. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Trailer mania rolls on, brother. We're going to another one. I hurt my throat. <laughs> Give me a lozenge. Give me a sucker. Let's talk. Let's go from Guardians of Galaxy Volume Three all the way to Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Oh, if you remember back in yeah, my, April, my beast was rising. Oh, if you remember all the way back <laughs> in April, Tyler, I told you I was like, I'm gonna be a Transformer fan, Transformers fan at 28. Can we? And I am. Can was, we? Can I am we? Now. Before we move on I'm to the trailer, excited. can I ask you a question? Fucking cocaine. Have you seen cocaine? Cocaine. Have you seen cocaine? Have you, another trailer we got to talk about. I just added to the I list. Watched. Trailer mate. Son of a bitch. We'll take a second and watch it. Yeah, 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 I know. 
Go ahead. I keep inter- you keep you interrupting me, so now I keep interrupting you because you kept interrupting me. So fuck you. What was I talking about? Oh, did you watch all of the Transformers movies leading up to this? Like I've only seen the first one and like parts of the I've second se- one. I've seen I've seen the first three. I've not seen anything past the first so three. So the o- so I know that and I ID- hated myself for I know it. IDW Comics has a storyline of how things have gone in this Transformers universe and they aren't necessarily don't necessarily align with the original cartoon. I also know that yeah. um, IDW kind of has its own universe, or okay. did have its own universe. Unfortunately, they but, lost the license to that, and I think Marvel has a license now. Oh, again? Because yeah. Marvel made the Transformers they, comic back in the day. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got the licensing. Really? Back. Uh, I, IDW. I think it was in the. I think it was the beginning of this year. Huh? They call the the license collapsed, and then Marvel just took over. I think if I, that's correct. If um, that's correct. But what, what's what's like? So what is the storyline going on here? You know what I mean? Like, have the, yeah. Was there a war so, for Cybertron? Like, well, am I missing anything I, by not watching those movies at should, all? You should definitely watch Bumblebee because this movie is pretty much a sequel to Bumblebee. Okay. And Bumblebee kind of just resets everything. So okay. Bumblebee. I like is that. It, like, like when you see there is a war happening on Cybertron. And trans and uh, if I remember correct again, I haven't seen this movie. I saw this in theaters, been yeah. a while, and that was 2018. Uh, the yeah. Anyway, Optimus Prime sends Bumblebee to Earth, and he is like a bug, like he was in the cartoon. And I think that is just their way of just resetting everything mm. and just being like, this is a whole new Transformers timeline. Because they don't mention uh, Shia LaBeouf's character's name. They don't mention Marky Mark's name. <laughs> Hey, bro, there's a Transformer. I Holy think it's crap. Hot. It's Optimus Prime. How are we going to get some gas in it? Did you know? We should watch, you know, again, we should watch <laughs> those movies leading up to this new one. But uh, Which one was he in? Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, the, the first one. The fourth one. one and the fifth one. And what was that called? This is the seventh Transformers movie because Bumblebee was the sixth. Yeah. But again, I I really think that Jesus Bumblebee kind of reset everything. It was okay. just like, because honestly, I think... You can watch Bumblebee and then go right into this. Okay, good. I hope. I don't want to watch a bunch of shitty Michael Bay movies. Well, in the, begin- in the beginning of Bumblebee, uh, Optimus Prime looks like Gen 1 Optimus Prime. And so I'm, I, and I, 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 I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure that when he landed, it was in the 80s, but I could be wrong. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh-huh. I haven't seen it. Either way, this new trailer. Holy shit, I'm back into Transformers. That was fucking awesome. Uh, The fucking ape is awesome. Optimus um, but then Primal? When, Are you kidding but me, But then bro? when he turns into a robot, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like at the end. Um, it was like robot armor. It's fucking rad. Dude, yeah. I mean, fuck. Or the cheetah that fucking transforms into a person running and then back into a cheetah. I'm like, oh, this fucking looks cool. <laughs> it's going to be pretty badass. Because who would have thought? What makes Transformer movies fun is when you can actually see the Transformer transform. What? Isn't that fun? It's almost like if you don't when make you don't just C- mash them together. It's almost like if you don't make the CGI such that it makes my brain hurt. And not have confusing shots of like just two metal things. That was the biggest. Why did why why I get that they were trying to be like it's it's realistic, but shut the fuck up, man. It's Transformers. It's it's Ty- robots Tyler, turning into cars. Tyler, the last time we talked about Transformers, we said the same thing. Yeah. You make them bright colors so you can fucking see it. Yes. That's why they pop on a page in a comic book because of the, the color. <laughs> 
The color of a, of a line of toys is not nearly the same me- as a costume in a comic book as opposed to a movie. Would you smash a like black or gunmetal robot into another gunmetal robot? It doesn't look... It just looks like garbage. RC looks cool. RC? RC, the pink Autobot. Oh, yeah, she looks cool. That, again, it looks more like the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So it's, I might have to watch Bumblebee then. They still have a modern look, but still also pays homage to the 80s style. And yeah, the Gen which ones. is, I mean. And that's what you got to do. What do what do I want, Hasbro? Well, that's what I fucking want. I want it. I want it. I can't wait I for I need the, it. Uh, we got to do the, um, oh, God, what was the song from the original 80s movie in the 80s? The transform. You got the touch. You got the touch. They gotta bring that back. You got the power. Boom. Fuck it. Yeah. That's gotta be the end of like fucking Bumblebee. Burr, burr, Bumblebee goes burr. into save Optimus Prime or something. It's like you got the touch. Do do do. You got the power. And he's like slamming this giant metal axe through another robot. Yeah, just fucking, fucking him up. gnarly. Dude. Yeah, dude, just. A heap of twisted metal and oily blood. Wow. <laughs> I could just see <laughs> blood spraying out of a hose hey, like a severed jugular. That's what happens when you step in the ring for trailer mania. Oh, yeah. You're going to get a couple of Slim Jams. Oh, yeah. Me and the Miss Manners were at the Burger King the other day, and I said, ooh, look, they got a bacon double cheeseburger. Oh, yeah, well, okay. Anyway, back to the trailers, man. It's only two sixty nine. Get me a couple hey, of those. Hey, cream of the crop. All right. Yeah. Um. Oh, eat my ass with that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> eat my ass. Well, first of all, gorillas are my favorite animal. And then you make it a robot gorilla. I'm like, two check marks right there. Jake's going to like it. Then you say it's Ron Perlman. I hear Ron Perlman's voice as... Then, then you give it a sweet Three ass. check marks. And then fourth check mark for the name Optimus Primal. That's a fucking rad name. Well, he's from the cartoon, rad. isn't he? Rad. Yeah, yeah it's from... It's, uh, this is the Beast Wars cartoon. Yeah, that's so what that's I thought. So, yeah. Yeah, that is really, like, duh. I mean, it sounds so duh. Like, yeah, of course, Primal. It's, it's just right there. Yeah. Right there. All right. But they could have been like Optimus Ape. Hey, Tyler, that's three trailers down. Now we got two more to go. Holy shit, let's get to it. I got no time for fucking around when it's time for Trailer Mania, baby. Let's talk about Super Mario Brothers. Uh, So you just watched it before we started recording. (laughs) I saw it when it came out a couple days ago. Uh, Look. I will say this. Trailer Mania. After the first trailer, I was like, this looks really good. Like, the animation looks incredible. I think it's a beautiful looking movie. I had no problem with it. We we saw Wakanda the Forever, point, and they did... That was the first time I saw the you, trailer, but you the laughed full at me trailer. Because you sat next to me, and I just looked at you, and I'm like, why? Just why? Because I was... Again, I just not deal... I don't like I'm, the Chris Pratt choice. I just don't think sure, he's a good fit. But I was like, that wasn't that bad. I now, didn't see the this, issue. Now, this trailer is a better trailer... Because we get a little bit more of what they're trying to do narratively. Mm-hmm. And what they're trying to do narratively is really cool, and I really, really like it. it what they're doing is they're... It's in- the ultimate Mario Party game, basically. Uh, essentially, well, and, and they're, com- they're combining every single version of Mario 
uh, of, of a Mario with fucking game. Donkey Kong. Yeah, the opening scene is a fight, a gladiatorial fight on a beam with Donkey Kong, and then it also has the floating, uh, the f- the first level with the flat. They've even got the flagpole. And they've got all the obstacles he's got to jump over. Like part of his training is he like falls on some. Yeah, and it's like the fact the that they donuts they that d- fall if you stand on them too long. But the fact that they do the they end it with the fact that he's on Rainbow Road and it's fucking Mario Kart. I'm like, holy shit! That's such a cool concept of like, let's take this character that's existed for so long and he's this beloved character. And there's so many different video games because she's talking about a Galaxy, which is a reference it's, to it's a reference to Mario Galaxy. Uh, the there's uh the room with the paintings, which is a reference to Super Mario 64, where you jump into those and it would load up the level and like. It's just really cool that they went to that level of incorporating all of that shit. It's basically the Ready Player One, but for of, Mario. <laughs> of Mario, really. Yeah. I mean, kind of. Um, and that's cool to me. I still have not seen Ready, Ready Player One. I don't care about it. Um, no, it's it's a meh movie. It's meh. I would rather. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, rather I, not. I I I uh, I remember saying to you like I was like it's not that bad, and you know I don't think I had I think maybe I had heard. The voice before then, but that was the first time I saw the trailer, <clears throat> and uh, I really liked it. It looks great. It looks great. And I really, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just I'm I pretty excited about it. I think it looks fun. It'll be. I don't know if I'll go see it in theaters, but um, I generally I, don't see those yeah, types of movies in theaters. I don't either, because the only time I see that's what I'm gonna have to think about too, because I know in a few years my son is gonna want to go to movies like that. So I'm I can't, I'm not really gonna go yet, but that. You can't go anymore, Tyler. Damn it. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that, like... Well, I just... I, you know, well, I'm just saying... I just don't gonna, like how you have... Tyler, I, You and, know, and I don't want my son in your car while you're smoking a cigarette before the movie. You I'm know, I just, just... You know... I don't want that's that. a fair. That's a fair thing to say. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is in a few years, I'm going to have to see fucking Minions 5 in the theaters with my son. Because kids love that shit. They do. They eat that shit up. So I'm telling you, start playing Iron Maiden for him now. Anyway, and you'll grow up to be the coolest kid ever. And ACDC. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Tell the truth. Don't you fucking lie. Okay, what now? (laughs) I just put my son with ACDC. Is it time for new more to move on? And well, before we move on, uh, you said you said. I'll eat your ass. Yeah, that's uh, what I said I, to the Mario trailer. I would agree to that as well. I'll, I'll, I'll eat your ass. All the trailers. <laughs> come on, Mario. I, come, it, come on, Mario. Come on. Well, it's funny to me how we are in a weird era where, again, for the most part, video game adaptations have not been good, whether they be movies or TV shows or whatever, just because it's hard to... Uh, it's hard to adapt any medium to a different medium, and it's even harder with video games because if a game, you know, most games, you have ten to fifteen to twenty hours to tell a story, fifty hours to tell a story, versus a movie, you only have two to, th- you know, two to three. Right. And so it's going to be interesting how they're going to kind of play with it and, and, and incorporate all that other stuff, and it looks like it's going to be a fun movie. I think it's. I'm excited. I'm I'm interested in it, and uh, good job. Eat your ass, Mario. Eat your ass, Transformers. <laughs> now I got one special trailer that kind of flew under the radar for you, Tyler. I've so heard about it. We're going to watch it, and then we're going to come back, because yeah. this one's big, because it's one I think is going to be the sleeper hit of the I've, year. I've heard about it, yeah. So, to add to the last <clears throat> bit of trailer mania, we watched Cocaine Bear. And I gotta say... I expected crazier. 
We haven't even. I imagine they're saving the best shit for the movie. Sure. But I like to see the IKEA guy there. In the movie, that was the cool. The song choice for this, though? Ray Liotta's in it. Fucking uh, Carrie, oh, what's her name? Oh, shit, R.I.P. This was his last movie, wasn't it? It's a good one to go out on. Yeah, what a movie to end on. Um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Or uh, what's her name? Carrie, god damn it. She was in Felicity. She, yeah, she was the in. The Americans. She was in uh, Rise of Skywalker, too, wasn't she? Yeah, she was uh, the, uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, and then, uh, I think that's it. Oh, and then the, and then the guy, I can't remember his name either, but he played, uh, Clay, uh, Davis in The Wire. Um, she, she, yeah, mm. he's the cop. Wendell. No, that's Wendell Pierce played. What, uh, the, the one that I did like the shot that I thought was funny is when the, he, the bear passes out on top of him. Yeah. Well, you fucked. Well, you fucked. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it looks interesting, but, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I This isn't even the best shit for the movie. I'm fucking okay. pumped, dude. I thought I saw that trailer, and I had heard about, I'd known about this movie. And mm-hmm. I was like, that, it still sounds like a fever dream that, that there was never going to made. And they're like, oh, no, what's happening? Trailer comes out, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I think, and let me look this up, because I, I want to find out who the director is, because it might surprise you. It was me. I'm the director of Cocaine Bear. Wow. Tyler Riff for a minute. Okay. Um, well, first things first is, um, you know, um, fuck, uh, you know, just while, while we got a little second here, I, I really, really, uh, really do not like Elizabeth Banks. I knew it. She's directing. Right. This. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie Russell is who you're thinking of. What were you saying before? What was when I said vamp? What were you vamping with over there, man? Nothing. Anyway, I'm a little disappointed. You're not as hyped for Cocaine Bear as I am because that was fucking awesome trailer. You want to know why? why? Um, <clears throat> a couple years back, there was a you saw a Cocaine <clears throat> Bear. Yeah, I was in. I'm, I lived that movie. <laughs> I was. I feel like that's the first thing you tell me. I Tyler. was the cocaine <laughs> if bear. You, if you have known me for three years and you have held on to the fact that you survived a cocaine bear attack, no, I was, and you didn't no. tell me. See, that's where you're wrong. I was the I was cocaine the bear. bear. Yes. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? Uh, there was a movie that came out like 10, 15 years ago with Rucker Hauer called Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, what a classic. No, it's not. It's not even that. I mean, I get the whole draw behind it, but it doesn't hold up. It's not great. No, and that's what I think this is kind of going to be. I mean, I, I I love that Elizabeth Banks is is stretching out and doing different things, like you know, directing. Um, yeah. And uh, I I I'm sure it'll be good and fun. Um, I like how it says inspired by True Event because I have no. Here's doubt. here's the other thing too is like I mean the best part about this movie if if I'm if I'm Elizabeth Banks the, to me the best part about this movie is there's no expectations. It's it's almost critic proof because it's such a right? silly concept. Right, it's such a silly movie that so you yeah, can't. Good you, for I mean, you can criticize. I'm happy it. for everybody involved, and I think it'll probably be a fun movie. I just it's I think not, it's gonna have a big. I don't know with how, other things going on. You know, I don't know how well it's gonna do in the box. I'm a mainstream hoe, so you know. I don't really get into the uh, you know the indies. I think it's going to do well because it comes out the week after Ant Man. Okay, yeah. And historically, we know that MCU movies have a big dip in the second the MCU. weekend. MCU, MCU. <laughs> but we know that those movies obviously have a dip in the second week because most people see it in the first weekend. Sheep dip. So they could talk about it with their friends or whatever, and you know, be a part of the sheep dip. 
Um, Sorry. But no, it's no. Seriously, a movie like this is almost critic proof because when you have an over the top creature horror comedy, it it's well, it's like Sharknado. You can't, you can't. It's critic proof because no matter what you say, it doesn't matter. It's a fucking movie about tornadoes with sharks in them. It's the same thing. This movie's about a bear that eats a shit ton of cocaine and goes on a killing rampage. You're not asking for much out of this movie. So I, I'm I'm excited. I don't know if I'll see it in a theater, but I will gladly watch it when it goes up on Peacock. So there you go. Tyler just shit himself in the studio <sighs> once again. No, he didn't. All right, Tyler, let's wrap up the show. Trailer Mania's over. Long box. Long box. Give me that long box. What you say? Eat my ass. 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 What the fuck are you doing? Back to the show, everybody. Hope you liked your acid trip. What the fuck is wrong with us? Tyler, Eat my you? ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was so like enthusiastic about Man, it. Please. Eat my ass. Put my. I was, no. I was like, I was uh, like, I was like a Southern Belle being invited to dance at the Cotillion. Eat my ass. Well, That's delightful. Yeah, well, da- well, blow my, blow my what? Finish your thought. No, uh, kiss my grits. I'll dance. Eat my ass. I'll dance. <laughs> <laughs> Figure what out, Tyler? My life? Yeah. No, I'm figuring Seems out. Like you got my, pretty, pretty my, good. My man. long box. That's what I'm figuring out. What's yours, Tyler? Well, <clears throat> I am a really big fan of Wes Anderson movies. Strangely enough, I've never seen Bottle Rocket. It's okay. In I've heard. Opinion. I've heard uh, different things. The I've best heard... Wes Anderson movie is Fantastic Mr. Fox. No, the best Wes Anderson movie is The Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> What a dumb movie. Oh, I'm Royal Teddy Bob. That's not them. <laughs> I know. They're, it's an American family, but my mind goes um, I Dude, you got to think. You got to also the remember, one thing, the I one watched thing, that movie a long time ago. I'm going to talk over your whole long box. The one thing about this. <laughs> Why don't you put my microphone down then? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, the one thing that is uh, really present in all Wes Anderson movies is the um, the surreal appearing to be real. And and whenever fucked up crazy shit happens in these movies, all the characters kind of react as no real people would. But they react the way their characters should. And that's where I think Wes Anderson, he's able to craft these characters with enough layers before you even meet them. And before they even say a couple of words on screen that you almost know what their reactions to everything are going to be. And then he's able to somehow toy with that and make, you know, the things happen the way they do. And, you know, it's just little things like um, I'm just I'm just a huge fan of his movies. And one of the movies I used to I saw a long time ago and I remember it made me cry because it was really beautiful. Uh, this The sentiment about it is it's a, it's about mortality it's about, you know, uh, legacy, but it's also about letting go, and it's also about saying goodbye, and it's also about saying, you know, that you've done enough, and, and you can say, I, I, I quit, or, or I've, I've done enough. You know, I, I, I've, I, I don't need to keep doing this to cement my legacy, if you will, whatever. 
and um all the performances in it are just great uh, uh um uh, it's bill murray owen wilson um uh fucking willem dafoe is one of yeah. the best characters he's like this super fucking uh um he's a super neurotic like german guy i'm like please don't make me the leader of the b team you know it's, it's, yeah. he's fuck. he always wears his red hat it's great um willem dafoe, listen man. here sonny um, what a great actor, Willem Dafoe. Uh, uh, Kate Blanchett. Uh, she she talks like with a with a strange voice. Her voice is kind of higher pitched, and she keeps it that way throughout. The, so it's it's interesting because it's Kate Blanchett, but it's not because generally she has a very deep husky voice, kind of, um, which is you know kind of her signature a little bit, um, which I thought was cool. And she plays a character who's pregnant. Um, and it's, that's interesting. Um, uh, what's his name? Jeff Goldblum is in it. He's Steve Zissou's like uh, scientific rivalry. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's a really good movie. Uh, and, and so much of it happens. And I know this about working on Wes Anderson movies that almost everybody, except for maybe the possibility of Gene Hackman, almost everybody loves working on these movies. And that's why he's able to get such big Hollywood names is because of the way he makes movies fun for the actors mm-hmm. and, and a, a joy to be a part of these, these reactions and these performances and the, in these stories. And there's so many times that I'm watching, like there's one scene where they all run into the pirates compound and they have, I'm not going to tell you what's going on cause it'll spoil it, but they're all running into the pirates compound and they all have their uh, team Zisu wetsuits on and they're kind of um they're kind of fluorescent like silver Mm -hmm. and they all have like different variations like klaus has his red hat and you know uh um uh what's his name steve or still has like his goggles up you know it's different variations but it's shot from behind all these trees like on a track like side by side so you're watching them all walk in and of course you know the camera starts moving the guys come in and it's not just a simple tracking shot but it's just fun because you're like this is not the way most people would shoot this scene. Right. But because it's Wes Anderson, and there's a lot of animation from the guy who did um, Nightmare Before Christmas, the real director. I don't know if you heard of that controversy. No. Well, you should look it up. Look it up. But there, but he, he like, at the beginning of the movie, he gets a Crayola seahorse. Yeah. And, like, there's all these creatures, like fluorescent snappers. They're hunting a jaguar shark. And uh, there's all these different sea creatures that they just make up out of whole cloth, and then they'll, and then it's like a stop motion claymation when they see it in the water. It's fucking great, hmm. and it's just so over the top and ridiculous in some parts that it's just like Bill Murray's probably best performance. He should have won an Oscar for this. Fuck Lost in Translation. He should have won an Oscar for this. I could not sit through that for the, through that movie. Which L- one? Lost in Translation. Me neither. It was I stupid. never watched Life Aquatic. You should. It's, it's. I don't know, man. Wes Anderson great. is such hit and miss with me. Well, yeah. If that's the case, then you might not. But well, it's, that's. But that's. It's I mean. one of the more energetic and action-packed of his films. That's what I mean. Is like that's the beauty of him being a good filmmaker. There's some Wes Anderson movies I really like. Yeah. And then there's some that I'm like, yeah, not so much. But that, that's what's. That's the beauty of art. You know, you can have that different uh, perspective on stuff. But it's. My long box, he's Tyler. He's scratching his butt at me like scratch my well, butt. No, it's because he needs to go out. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. No. He's not going out. Go you ahead. S- you suffer. Well, let's get through your long no. box so we can take him out. Well, I, well, can I fucking ramble for 10 minutes like you did by Life Aquatic? You son of a bitch. Sit back here and just not talk. Just sit back and be a little shit. That's who you are to me. <laughs> they can hear you in the background. Shut up. Shut up. 
I'll, I'll turn your mic off. God damn it. Uh, well, I could say God of War Ragnarok, but I won't, because that's cheating. Yeah, you fuck. Oh, how dare you? Yeah, you fuck. Um, I finished you watching... when my album comes out, then my long box is going to be my album. But, um, I finished watching the Netflix show uh, Dead to Me with my wife. Oh, and uh, That was a really good show. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, it's kind of a weird... What's it about? I know it's Linda Cardellini well, the first season, and, the fir- and uh, yeah, uh, uh, Christina, Christina Applegate. Applegate. Yeah. The show, originally the first season, it's about Christina Applegate's character, Jen, dealing with the sudden uh, death of her husband. It was a car accident and stuff. And it, the show, the first season gets pretty crazy. Then the second season gets kind of crazy. But the third season, while it still has a little bit of crazy moments, it's still... Ends on a much more sentimental note than I would have expected. Uh, because a character gets cancer in the final season. And uh, it, it was just a really nice, somber uh, death with of a character. And I've always been fond of that. Because it, it ends with um, the them... The, the two. Well, I don't want to spoil it in case somebody. Well, fucking it. don't. Oh, well. Anyway, it ends with the two characters, and one of them having the cancer. She can get an experimental uh, treatment in Mexico, but she just does, she's terminal. She just doesn't want to do it. She's like, I'm just gonna go. And it's also an interesting story of like how when someone keeps when when you when you keep losing people, and that toll it takes on you, and how. There's parts where she's breaking down and crying because she's like, my friend is dying and I can't fix it. I can't save her. I can't, do, you know. And But on top of that, it's also very funny. There's some really genuinely funny scenes in this show. And it's at the most part, for the most part, it is a, a it is still a comedic show. It does have some dramatic moments. But overall, it's, it's, it's always been a show about grief. It's always been a show about... Uh, you know what's left after someone goes and how we keep going forward but it's also extremely funny and it's darkly funny and uh i i'm a little surprised at how sentimental it was but at the same time i liked it i liked how it ended i was happy i was satisfied with the ending well, you bet you i also were. found out that christina applegate has multiple scler- uh, sclerosis and that's why she she's retiring from acting yeah and that's why she uh she's been on the medications and stuff and it's been hard I've noticed I didn't I wouldn't have maybe noticed this if Ashley didn't point it out, but she really wanted to finish doing this show. Yeah. So they shot around it. So if she's ever in a scene, if you look for if you pay attention to it, it's always shot from a certain angle up so she can lean. And then like other time like there's a time when I noticed she opened the door and she's like clearly holding on to the handle to lean on it. I, I get I, I think that's to me that's a hell of a lot of props to stay and say, look I'm done. I can't do this anymore. But I'm gonna fin- I'm gonna see through this show and just get this finished. And I thought that was. I think that's awesome that she still was able to finish this show on her terms and, and, and not has be consumed. Had by it, you know many health issues. She had. I believe she's had a double mastectomy. Um, and which- and her performance in this show throughout every. She, I I think Christina Applegate is one of the most underrated. 
oh yeah uh, actresses out there. Well, the Sp- problem is that she came up on the scene by portraying. Uh, if you watch season she, one she of, of Married, with Married with she's Children, she's nothing. Yeah. Kelly is nothing like that. But because of whatever writer, whatever doesn't matter. But yeah. And yeah, and she's she's always been a great uh, comedic actress, so she's a great fit for the show because you know it's, it's she's co-leading with uh, uh, the Lisa Linda Cardellini. Linda, Linda Cardellini. They've been, I think, they're friends in real life too. Yeah, um, but yeah, she's she's so underrated. Yeah, yeah, and, and if they are friends, it shows on this show for sure. I think there's a lot of chemistry with those two. When you think and about, they're, and they're fun to watch. When together. you think about like life and and what what could happen to you and and whether you're you're invincible and stuff like that, you think about somebody like like Christina Applegate, who has had a, a pretty fucking great career because she's such a great actress. And I mean, you know, she like imagine you're like a really you know. Uh, popular entertainer or whatever, and your doctor is like, "Hey, you have this." You know or what I mean? You're a musician, and you're going deaf, or you know, yeah. right? You know, like I mean, you got to believe that can't be easy. Yeah. And like, I so, mean, yeah, props th- to her for just handling with such grace. The fact that she was able to finish this show and 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 do it and make it work, and also props to the team. You know, again, shooting around she it. Is, you provi- know, she's given a lot of hope to people who maybe have also been like newly diagnosed and with this. Also, if they didn't shoot around it, she, most of the time her character was sitting in the scene, so she'd be on a couch or she'd be in a car or something. So, but they made it work. And I, again, I, I think it was not what I was expecting, but I also enjoyed it and and I thought it was a fun show. Good. And uh, I'm glad I got to go out and. It it does. It's it's a similar thing to Bruce Willis. It bums me out, man. It sucks that you know. It's like you said. You see these actors on TV and or, or movies, and you think that they can't. Well, they've they, got it all. They've got know? it all, and then yeah. you know, and then you see all those things, and, and it can happen to anybody. So, um, so yeah, there's a little yeah. lesson uh, here, and that basically is you know count your blessings. Don't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> and count your blessings. Yeah, that too. And and count your blessings. I'll eat your ass. <laughs> That's the most important message. <laughs> I'll eat your ass. I love how we like ended a really sentimental, nice, and respectful thing with. Then beat that beaver up. Wow. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> ah, it's the last <laughs> sheep went in a studio. I love, I love the last guy. <laughs> <sighs> Tyler. Yeah. It's that time again. As I gaze at you wistfully. Let's out in that dusty trail. It's time to sunset trailer mania. Oh yeah, I had a great time this week, Miss Manners. Let me tell you something, brother. What you gonna do when trailer mania runs wild on you? Woo! Say hey. What's in my mouth? Trailer mania. It's trailer mania. There's a bunch of trailers and we're manic about it because it's trailers. Trailer mania. Make a first impression with you, trailer. We're nearly delirious with trailers. I'll eat your ass. I'll pay a love job with Jake and Tyler.